0: It's time to blab with blev as Mets reliever Jerry Blevins joins myself, Pete McCarthy, as well as Sal Licata. How are you tonight, Jerry?
1: It goes great. You know, it's always a good day when you got the celebrity uh show up like Sal. So he brings the <laughs> elevates the show. We're ready.
2: I God. appreciate that, Jerry. It's fun to talk to you. <laughs> well, both of you, really. You too, Pete.
1: Well,
0: I appreciate that. Pete's alright. Gonna include me in this. How about uh yeah you know, just quickly, Jerry, we were talking about Jacob degrom's performance last night, uh yeah, you know, it wasn't as deep as we've seen him go into games in the past, but again able to grind his way through and you know he doesn't get the win, but at least the team finally took advantage of uh, one of his outings,
1: yeah, I mean you know Jake wasn't you know the in his best form, but you still see how dominant he can be even when he's not at his peak uh six you know six innings that one mistake that Turner turned on. But he's special. Uh, the team won. We've been playing good baseball since the break. You know, we're playing spoiler here. We're trying to break some hearts.
0: Is that something that you guys have embraced,
1: spoiler? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the season hasn't worked out to where we want it. But you can't just pack it in. We're we're professionals here, so we're motivating ourselves in other ways. You know, trying to get Jake a you know a Cy Young award and and trying to ruin some guys' postseason plans. So we're trying to to do our best to, to hurt some feelings.
2: You know, you talk about, Jerry, you guys have been playing well, and it's been better to watch, obviously. I'm sure it's been better for you guys to be a part of a team that actually wins some games here. How about the manager, Mickey Calloway? I think it speaks to him, and I've been very critical of him throughout the year, and look, we know it's been a down year. You acknowledge that. But the fact that you guys haven't just thrown in the towel and you know given up and continued to lose this year, you kind of turned it around a little bit playing competitive baseball. You think Mickey Calloway's starting to feel a little bit better here about this team in the second half?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think so. Um, we, we haven't had a, a meeting to, to figure out how its feelings are going. I don't see that happening anytime soon, but I think the overall feel of the organization, just from the top down, I think we're starting to, to see who our identity is. Unfortunately, you know, it's, it came too late in this season, but, uh, you know, it's a tough game. So I feel like, uh, anytime you're, you're playing positive baseball and we're putting together good games. And like you said, it's a good product on the field, better to watch overall. I think we're moving in the right direction.
0: Net identity, is it just the starting pitching uh, as we saw a dominant turn through the rotation for these guys this weekend?
1: I mean, clearly uh, our identity runs right through our, our rotation. We have one of the most dynamic rotations in baseball and it's fun to watch everything runs through these guys. You know, we got the complete game from Noah the other day, the first of his career. I think that was a big a big thing for him to kind of get I mean, he showed that he was human with, like, a a three-and-a-half BRA, which is incredible. But you expect so much because of how good his stuff is and how dominant his presence is. Uh, But for him to get that complete game was nice moving forward. Vargas has been pitching great. Mats has been looking good. And, And Jake is who he is. And Wheeler's been outstanding for you know the last probably two thirds of the season, so it's it's been fun. Like you said, our identity is a rotation, and and they've been shining.
0: We're blabbing with Blev right now, Mets reliever Jerry Blevins, and uh, for you personally here, Jerry, I know I've asked you about trades it, it, the various deadlines here, and and you seem to you know shake off all the rumors that might be out there. But was it at all surprising to you, considering how well you've pitched over the last two months, that? Uh, you did not get moved prior to September 1st.
1: I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. I think that'll be a, an offseason kind of thing. I'll let, you know, I'll let things go. I mean, I feel like I've been pitching my, my butt off uh, ever since, you know, the second half started, and I feel like I can help any team I'm on. So, you know, that's always my mindset. But I'm just still happy to be a Met. This has been great. I love New York. You know, uh, I'm excited to watch this team kind of develop. Uh, and we'll go from there. So I'm just happy to be a part of this team and just to be, you know, be in the big leagues and still pitching.
2: Is there any Jerry? When you look at the standings, if you guys still do that, is there any disappointment knowing that you miss an opportunity? I mean, most most people thought that it would be you guys and the Nats this year. Clearly, the Nats had a down year. I know you guys did too. But you see that the powerhouse like the Nats have a down year, you expect to maybe take advantage of that, and instead you get the Braves and the Phils up there. Any added disappointment knowing that maybe you missed an opportunity? What, what could have been with all the talent you guys have?
1: Uh, absolutely. You know, we're, we're disappointed too uh, as an overall, you know, approach to the season. I mean, we've dealt with, you know, it feels like a, a common theme for us, but we've dealt with so many injuries and so many, you know, little things that set us back, and we just played poor baseball. And unfortunately, uh, we dug ourselves too big of a hole. But you know you can't dwell. You got to move forward. You, we still have to you know show up and try to win every ball game. And I think it shows our true character on how we've gone about the, our business this second half. Um, you know I've been on teams where you see a lot of the veteran guys kind of pack it in and, and play for themselves. But this is still fun to show up to the ballpark. You know, that's rare in a September you know September baseball with a team that has a losing record to show up and still have fun as a unit and still enjoy being around each other and really trying to win every ball game.
0: Bring that juice and uh, play some spoiler, and you guys will certainly have the opportunity to do that for the remainder of the month of September here. Uh, I know something else that brings juice into major league clubhouses <laughs> around this time of year is fantasy football. Uh, a lot of guys are, are fiends about it. And it seems every team has some kind of fantasy football league. Do you guys have one? Or are you into that, Jerry?
1: We do. We do. We have a big one. Uh, we had our draft. Um, after our game on Saturday in San Francisco, so uh, I think it went really well. We have a good twelve team. Uh, they've been running this league for, for a long time. So I've been at the last four years. I'm the defending champ. Whoa! Uh, trying to yeah, trying to uh, trying to you know defend the defend the belt, defend the crown. So it's been uh, been fun. I love football. I love fantasy football. Uh, so it's, this is a good time of year.
0: Do you have a belt, a trophy? Like what? Uh, what do you end up with there?
1: Oh, I have a, a shiny uh, ego that I could walk around and bruise people <laughs> with by telling them how much they lost last year. That's
0: more than enough. So
1: it's uh, we don't have a normal belt. Yeah, we don't have a normal belt. You know, you never, you never know where guys are going to end up and, and where the belt goes. But uh, bragging rights carry more weight than than you, you know.
2: So just, <laughs> you, just, you just bring that cape back from uh, what was it, a couple of years ago. You guys walking around with that cape after the uh, you know the player of the game. Uh, how does the teaming work, Jerry? You get twelve teams. Is it each individual? Do you guys pair up at all? I mean, you're leaving a bunch of guys out if you only have twelve team league,
1: right? Yeah. So we we you let you you know the veteran guys get a choice. You know, I I fly solo. I like to make the the GM decisions on my own. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of guys that pair up. Um, you know, you have two, three-guy teams. There's usually one or two, um, but it's about 50-50. Uh, you have guys that, that run the, the solo, and then there's there's multiples on each team.
0: Who do you take the most pleasure in beating?
1: Oh, my gosh. I I take pleasure in beating everyone. That's the <laughs> truth.
0: Come on, there's got to be one <laughs> um, guy who's talking all year, and you can't wait to wake up Tuesday and see that you smoked him.
1: No, I, I love our commissioner that's been in the league. The league has a little bit of, like, weird – there's a couple of little scoring, you know, uniqueness about the league, some, some transaction limits that vary. They benefit – uh favor the people that have been in it long enough because there's a little bit of tweaks on how you run the team. So anytime I beat them – uh, I'm a big fan. I'll tell you who they are, but uh, the the commissioners of the league have been on the team for a while. We'll just put it that way. Isn't right?
2: Yeah, I was going to say isn't right. A big guy. He's known for that. Big Giants fan, right?
1: Yeah, you. I mean, it could be him. I'm not going to say it's not him, but it does feel good when you beat. You know, when you, when you beat somebody that's been around for a while. Mm-hmm.
2: Talk with Jerry Blevins. Uh, look, fantasy football is great. I get it. But forget about that for now, Jerry. I've been dying for a week now, or less than that, whenever the album came out. I've been dying to talk about this Eminem album with somebody. Pete tells me you're a big Eminem fan as well. I love this album, Kamikaze, that just came out. Um, two questions. One, what do you think of the album? Two, are you into the beef now with Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly?
1: Uh a couple of things I love the album as well. Uh it's nice to see, you know, Eminem come out. It sounds like vintage Eminem and you just don't hear people on the mic rhyme like he does. Nobody has that sound that you know, you almost have to go in and listen to the songs a few times and then like look at the lyrics because it's so complicated and it sounds so good at the same time that you almost have to do a combo if you t- to truly appreciate it. Uh I think it's great. Um, the, I I listen to the song Fall off that album so many times in a row uh, that it's incredible. I just love the sound of it. Uh, as far as Machine Gun Kelly, I'm not sure. You can, you're gonna have to, to clue me in on this beef. I'm a new father.
2: Oh, oh boy, so Jerry. I don't have
1: a whole lot of time besides to just appreciate. You know, the album for what it
2: is. Well, Eminem, obviously, like you said, it's vintage Eminem. He's angry. He destroys everybody who's ever critiqued him in the last several years for all the stuff he put out. Machine Gun Kelly had a tweet many years ago talking about Eminem's daughter and how attractive she was, to put it cleanly. And Eminem ripped him in... I forget the name of the song on the album. I think it's song 8 or something like that. But anyway, he gotcha. ripped he ripped him in a song and then Machine Gun Kelly came back with a the, with the diss rap that everybody's talking about now. So everybody's now... Anxiously awaiting if Eminem responds, so I'm caught up in that. I'll
1: have to, yeah. I'll have to listen to MGK's little response there. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. I like him too. He's not bad, but nobody, nobody tops Eminem. I guess that's. Uh... What the what the hip hop world calls an old head, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, you know, I grew up. That's my you know junior high, high school, college years is is full full of Eminem albums. So I love it so much. Thank you for bringing your star <laughs> to the show, Sal.
2: Yeah, well, no uh, problem.
1: By the way, the song is this, this conversation just elevated. The song
2: is not alike. It's on uh, the Kamikaze album, not alike track eight. There, if you want to listen to that in Eminem rip song, okay. Machine, Gun
1: I'll Kill. do it. I was listening to it on the bus ride on the way to the field today, so I'll have to to, to cue that track up.
0: If you're making a diss track, Jerry, who who are you dissing? Who are you going after? Is it right?
1: Uh, Is it commissioner, the uh, commish? No, no. I have too much respect for the captain to diss him publicly. <laughs> uh, I do it. We'll do it in private, face to face. How about how about a Chase Utley
2: one? I mean, give it, you don't have to be a teammate. A Chase
1: Utley that would make the the Mets fans happy. No, I think uh, I might go after. You know, uh, I don't know. I think Fraser would be fun to to get into a rap battle with because he's really clever. Uh, and he, he's, he's unbelievable, like on the microphone, you know, as a team, you know, you kind of have a, a veteran take the control of the microphone, kind of get the guys going. Uh, he's just great at it. So I think he would be fun. And then Jose, Jose's, you know, an, uh, an artist himself. So I'm sure he would be good at it.
0: I imagine Frazier like Frank Sinatra, but a diss track, like that kind of style of singing. <laughs> a little and, uh, bluesy, bluesy yeah. diss
1: track. That would be, you know, unique. He brings his own <laughs> his own uh, rhythm to it.
0: All right, uh, Jerry Blevins, always a pleasure. Every Tuesday night here on Meta on Deck at the Sports Zone, and uh, appreciate the time, Jerry. All right, gentlemen, thanks for having me on.